Alright. I just pushed record. What are you doing? What is that noise? <laughs> I am walking around my office. And can you hear my keys? I'm about to go outside. So my mechanical room is outside. It just started raining. It's raining in Folsom? Gonna, you're going to hear me run. It's raining. Oh, my goodness. And thank goodness it is raining because the fires here are ridiculous. Wow, it's so sunny here. It's sunny over there. Are you at, is your phone is your phone with you for Bluetooth or now because you're gonna disconnect? Yes. No, it is. It is. I'm I'm carrying it. Can you not hear me? It, guys, it's the um, eve of Thanksgiving, I guess you can say, and Ashley's working with no patience. I am in what my happened? office. What happened? Why are you in your office right now? Oh, why? Okay, so I am... <laughs> I had to meet a... Sorry, I am not a multitasker. I'm looking for my keys to close my mechanical room. <laughs> Note to self, if you are building a practice, do not put your mechanical room outside. It is awful. Okay. I'm I'm walking back inside and I am all ears once I get inside and close the door. Oh, okay, I'm back in. <laughs> um, Thank you for the narrating. That was, <laughs> that was the most cardio I have done in a <laughs> oh long <my> time. <laughs> if I feel windy, if I sound winded, it's because I had to um, <laughs> I had to power walk to the. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, hi, so, Michael. So, so, hi, what's, hi. why are you at your office? Oh yeah, so I'm at the office. The office is closed. I had to meet a Patterson rep here because my assistants let me know that two out of three of my sensors were broken. Yeah, that's fun when you have mm. a lot of new patients scheduled for a day. Um, and what else? He also fixed something with my camera. So I have an amazing intraoral camera from Denspicerona that plugs into my chair and apparently it got it got pushed too hard into the whatever you call the the socket I have no clue and it got twisted so the prongs are slanted so now they had to um they had to order me another pair of the cord gosh technology freaking a man I love technology. High tech is awesome, but high tech is high maintenance. What so, is what is the technology you cannot live without? Oh man, my intraoral camera. So I I currently have two and one is down and I feel like I have been drowning. Like every time a patient comes in for anything, for restorative or even for hygiene recall, recall appointments, we take photos of everything. And the fact that I've only had one functioning camera for a day and a half, it's been crazy. Do you feel like, it? I, Do you feel I it feel, like, like you're oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm I, losing patience or something? Oh my gosh, no, I feel like I am, it, it just feels like you're not running at 100% because you're not. And mm. every time that I prep a tooth and the decay is even bigger than I thought and it's closer to the nerve, I stop and I want to take a photo just to make sure, like, you cover your basis, you know, like, hey, this <laughs> could be endo. Um, and now I don't have a camera because the hygienist is using it because she's taking 
photos of our new patients. She's so selfish. Huh, do, do, you, do you hear that I'm still winded just from that <laughs> brisk walk out? <laughs> Time to jump on the Peloton, Michael. Time to jump on the Peloton. Hey, man, I've been seeing like a lot of commercials on Hulu from for Peloton. That looks like, like yeah. I wouldn't mind getting it. It looks really, really cool. Oh, Brian, Brian loves it. He's, um, he's like dripping sweat. Um, like he, he gets on the, on the Peloton, like at mm-hmm. five in the morning. And, um, and it, it's been, it's been amazing. I, it's been amazing to watch him. <laughs> work out. You wake up. <laughs> it's been so Just watch him. Man, I'm that's so amazing. <laughs> Go back to sleep. I'm so glad that I could encourage him in his health goals. That's oh, man. All right. <laughs> we have to drop the intro music. Drop it like it's hot. shout out of the week the shout out of the week i let's see hmm do you have one did you know that michael's course got re-released guys yeah my course guys the first ever ground marketing course is re-released <laughs> on black friday all the way through december 1st right. so um if you, I know everybody's been, everybody, not one single person has not been like, Michael, when are you going to re-release the course? So, guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's re-released, <laughs> all right, just for a short amount of time. Thank you for that shout out. Oh. That was awesome. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and then my second shout out is for Breakaway, Breakaway Practice Seminars, guys, because we are headed out to San Antonio in a week and a half. Mm. And I'm just excited to meet a few of the OG startup crew members. Oh, my goodness. Who's so, going to be there? Who's Tyler the OG? Bra- Tyler Brady. Tyler Brady, Brandon Pryor. Sarah is going to be there. Sarah Kay. Sarah Mertz. Um, Sarah Mertz? So those, these people, yeah. Is that, is, that's her last name, right? Mertz? I think I mean, so, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the originals. Like, I feel like when we first started this group and we only had 40 members, they were all a part of the original 40. So it's been awesome. It's, uh, yeah, yeah I, I can't wait. I can't I wait remember, to meet you guys in person. I remember the originals who were like always be on. It was like Tyler, Andy. Andy would always like be part of it. Drew would always be a part of it. Uh, Sarah too. Brandon. Yeah, you're right. That's cool. So, <laughs> that's cool. I didn't know Tyler so was going to be there. I was super excited. Yeah, no, it's it's like he's man, gonna be act the actual like uh, a, course. A list celebrities in the house in San Antonio. Is he gonna be at the course too, or just at the meet, yes. like at the social? No, they're gonna be at the course too, and then a few of the other start startuppers. Can we just call you guys startuppers? Um, yeah. yeah, they're gonna meet up afterwards because it's gonna be awesome hanging out with everyone, grabbing 
adult beverages and um, sharing our, our, our battle battle stories. I don't know about adult beverages. I'm I'm gonna lean more towards like a Shirley Temple with like a little bit of one cherry on top. I was top. gonna say you 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 kind of look like you drink Shirley Temple. <laughs> no, do I really? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're delicious they are delicious but. oh my gosh i had a i had a patient he was in uh, he's in his like middle mid 50s and um super cool guy like not 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 very talkative and i i was taking a look at his teeth and like just how his upper and lower jaws come together and then he has a he has a class too so his overbite is a little bit forward <laughs> So then I asked him, I said, oh, um, were, were you a thumb sucker as a kid? And um, he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I actually was. And I was like, yeah, you kind of look like <laughs> He, oh, my gosh. Now, that that was like the best response because he, he laughed so hard. And he, this guy, he looks like, I don't know, he's. I think he's an engineer, and he wasn't that talkative. But when I told him that he looked like a thumb sucker, that was like the icebreaker. So <laughs> that's cool. That's cool, though. All right. So what's been going on with your life so far, right now? Uh, so so far, we moved. Oh yeah, how did that go? I forgot that you moved. No, I haven't. I haven't been we... watching any. I, man, I've been so like bad on Instagram lately. Uh, did you see how I just put? I'm like, I need to post something on my stories. All I did was just post like me on the stairmaster, and then I was like, oh. Then I felt <laughs> retarded doing that. I was like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? But whatever. How did the move go? The move was chaotic. So, <laughs> moving with three little kids and um, a full time practice, and then my husband is also full time in private practice. It was insane. Like we we were not prepared at all like in true Ashley fashion it's a total like SHIT show right like the movers came at 8 a.m. on a Saturday like they said they would and tell me why Michael while they are taking one box to load in the truck we are actively filling other boxes (laughs) like we're throwing things we are packing we are packing while they are loading like did, that is that is what it looked like on Saturday. Not, did you not know when you guys? <laughs> oh were no, we knew. we knew. <laughs> no, we knew. Um, we just love like we just love to be stressed out. I do think you, I think that's what we do. Who we, <laughs> who was the most upset in that scenario? At a yacht. I think neither of us. Like Brian and I, we we actually just laughed at it because I mean this is this is us. Like hashtag this is us. Our, our imperfect life. Like, oh man. So we we were throwing things while they were getting loaded. The movers actually said something. So they came in and they they looked around at our house and then they said, "So what's all going to the new?" House? <laughs> and then Brian said, um, "Everything." And and you could tell that they were just like cursing at us in their heads, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Um, but but we did it. We got it done. We're in our new home. Most of the stuff is still in our storage in the garage. It's all boxed up. Is this I, a? Honestly, I want to just donate everything. Yeah, you could. Is this a bigger mansion or a slightly smaller mansion that you have now? <laughs> 
Well, we no longer have a West Wing. Oh um, my gosh! No, it's <laughs> FML. Are you breaking up? Because I feel like no. I'm breaking up. Are you breaking up? I'm not. You breaking up with me? No, I don't feel like no? the sound. Okay. The sound sounds good I, to me. So do I sound weird? No. Okay, let me turn you off Wi-Fi. Maybe that. Um. So, anyways, I just got a text message from a patient who thinks she needs antibiotics. Okay, that's going to um. I just want, wanted to put it out there. How many of you guys are planning on giving your personal cell phones to your patients? Like, I really want to know. I thought you discussed that, that already. That, that that was your thing. Like, you wanted to do that always. Yeah. Is it backfiring? Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I am, no, I'm going to tell you guys that that has been one of the biggest practice builders that I can think of, just so you guys know. And, um, if you, if you look at my story right now, I actually have a few of the text messages from patients, but patients love it. They absolutely love it. And I don't ask permission that I'm going to text them. I just do it. I, I, anybody who gets an injection or an SRP or anything like that, there is, um, we follow up via text. And I think that, and it has to come from the provider. Like I don't, I think there are some practices where the dental assistants or whoever is in charge of following up with the patients. I think it's so nice to just have that personal touch. Um, and, and they're so grateful. Like they're, they're surprised for one that I am texting them. And then they're amazed that I'm texting them and that they have my cell phone. And I tell them that, you know, like I, I want this to be, a different place where, where you feel like we have one, a personal relationship, but two, I want to make sure that you know that I am accessible. So if I, if you break a tooth and you have a wedding, like I will meet you. And I, I've, I've met a patient here on a Sunday before. And, and I know that um, some doctors, you know, they, they want to separate their, their practice from their personal lives. But if you are a startup and you have the time and um, and you just you just want to do right by your patients. I, th- I think it's an amazing service to offer, not something that you delegate out to a call center where they have to take a message and page you. Like I actually got a few doctors message me on Instagram just asking like, oh, how's it been? Are you giving out a work number or is this your cell phone number? No, it is my cell phone. Everybody who comes in who gets treatment has my direct cell phone number. And, um, and then they, the second question is like, how many times are they, are they texting you? Are they bothering you at night on the weekends? Honestly, I've gotten two, two or three text messages on the weekend out of the whole year that we've been open. And um, so it's not something that is getting abused by any means. I don't think that I have too many crazy patients. I would say I, I think for the most part, people are very respectful of the fact that um, you have a personal life, that you are a mom, and that family time is for weekends. But you know, there's there's something to be said about accessibility, and I talk about it all the time, especially being a mom. So I'm just going to tell you a story before we dive into the demo stuff, and. Um, when Hudson was eight months old, are you still there? Am I talking? Yeah, no, I was just looking at your, <laughs> I was looking at your stories uh, right now. Oh, okay. Back to my story. I just want to make sure you're still there and listening. 
because you tend to daydream a lot while you're talking to me. Okay. (laughs) Continue, continue. Um, So when Hudson, so Hudson was, I think he was like eight months old, nine months old at the time. Brian and I were first time parents and I, I was off that day. Brian was at work. And I got him out of the crib, and literally his eye was swollen shut. What? It was the the scariest thing. My mom was with me. I'm freaking out because obviously I'm like, what the heck? Why is my kid's eye swollen shut? And so now I'm trying to get an appointment to be seen at the pediatrician's office. I was on hold, Michael, for 45 minutes. This was at UC Davis Pediatrics. I kept getting transferred from one operator to the next. And in the end, I decided, screw this. I am just going to take my child and go directly to the office, which is what I did because nobody Mm -hmm. ended up picking up the phone. And um, sure enough, he had a a recurrent infection that started off as an ear infection that the bacteria traveled up the optic Oh, wow. Optic nerve. Wow. That's crazy. That's like, super crazy. Oh, my gosh, right? Like, the things that freak you out, right? Um, so, and I told myself, I never want to be that provider. Like, I, I want to be able to have that direct form of communication with my patients should something happen. Like, you know, if, if your child falls and fractures this or fractures that, or, or if you have a wedding and your temp crown comes off, like, I want to be able to to cement it for you, which is another reason why my practice is three miles away from my house. So I know there are going to be lots of opinions about whether or not you should give your, your cell phone out. But I, I feel from my experience, it has been such an amazing, amazing, like trust builder. It's been an amazing source of referrals. Like patients really rave about just the yeah. fact that I took the extra couple minutes to follow up with them via text and not a phone call because nobody likes to take calls these days. And yeah. two, they know that they have my cell phone should something happen. And I think just that insurance, just that security, it means everything. Yeah, it, I can see on your Instagram stories, a lot of people are like saying like, oh, thank you so much for checking in. That's awesome, right? That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But like my thing is, how long can you keep this up though? Cause the more busy you're going to get, the more people are going to want to, right. I would think like, would you eventually have a life or would you just, people just message you all the time or I could be completely wrong. I can be completely wrong and be like, no, Michael, that doesn't happen. Eventually I plan to get an associate and then they're going to have to deal with that. And you know what I mean? Like so forth yeah. and so forth. Well, so, you know, honestly, I, I text everybody who, we see for restorative and I never overbook restorative. Like I'm actually quite a slow provider. I take my time with anesthetic. I take my time for everything because mm-hmm. I built in. I am basically the anti-profitable model. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you're still I, I profiting. Down and have conversation. <laughs> yeah. But so, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm slow. Like I'm really slow and I accept PPO insurances, which, I mean, if every anybody tells you that's like that's how you not make a profit. But in mm. turn, the goodwill that we are generating from taking our time, like I would, I would hope that in the future when we decide that we're going to drop PPO um, insurances, that they will still choose us regardless. Yeah. Um, so back to your point, like I, 
I don't foresee it ever being too much because I don't plan on double booking restorative. I don't, um, yeah, I just, I'm not that doctor. I can't bounce from room to room to room. I know I should, but I am, I'm like lazy. But I mean, like, I love to talk. Yeah, but I mean, like, for example, say you're going to go on a vacation or something and then somebody messages you like, oh, my gosh, my temp just came out. Like, do something about it. But you're like, so oh, crap, have... I was going to go. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that um, that does happen. Of course, it happens when you're on vacation because that's always that's what happens. <laughs> I actually have another dentist here in Folsom who, when when I leave town, we refer to her. And then vice versa. So that ah. is, and she's actually, yeah. So we, we cover each other. And of course, I, I do have an associate who's here uh, on Monday. So um, if something happens, then she'll be able to, to take care of our patients too. Very, very smart. Okay. Okay. Well, that that's the concerns that, anyways. Okay. So let's get into your business. What's been going on? Actually, it's been two weeks, right? So what's been going on these past two weeks at Smile & Co.? So these past two weeks, um, so we had our Halloween Spirit Week. Have I even talked to you about Halloween? Mm, no. When was the last time we recorded? Oh, gosh. I don't. Well, we recorded that one really random episode, remember? Yes, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, and I released it a week um, later, right? So it's been three weeks, yeah. kind of, right? All right. It's so what's, three weeks. So, what's happened since then um, in Small Co.? So we've just been... We've been enjoying the holidays, so the whole week of, of Halloween, we dress up as different things every day, and that has been awesome. Patients have been, like, they've just been so happy coming in to see the costumes, and, and they comment on our social media pages, so that was fun. Um, we are now meeting once a week as a team to go over all the all the issues that arise, like lab cases and then so one week we will like focus on one specific issue and and then we talk about it as a team where we think the issue really lies and how we are going to fix it so what's been the issue um, this week so i man we had a we had a very long discussion about lab cases not too long ago Mm -hmm. and um so basically, lab cases were falling through the cracks, and what does um, that mean? Patients falling through the cracks. So, so on some days I only have one assistant here, and other days I have two assistants. Mm-hmm. Well, on the days where I have one assistant, I swear those days tend to just be chaotic. Like any emergency happens on the day where I only have one assistant, of course. <laughs> And then the days where I have two, it becomes like a slow day. I don't know what that is, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, lab cases were not getting properly checked in. Patients weren't being made made aware that their crowns were in or their night guards were in. And um, in one case in particular, oh my goodness. So do you remember how I told you that I had to cancel a day because I had a migraine? Oh, yeah. And you I was in the, the middle of a veneer case? Yeah. Yes. I was on the floor. I had to temporize the veneer case and send her home. Yeah. So... Why is it that that same, so, okay, I had, at the time that that happened, the patient only wanted to have two veneers done, her two centrals, eight and nine. Mm -hmm. Then I had a migraine. 
which I think was serendipitous because she decided, no, I, I want to do four now. Cause I, I, I basically told her the most natural result is going to be at least four. So, so since we had time to temporize, she said, okay, I think you're right. I want to move for, forward with four veneers. So I sent out for a, a wax up to the lab that we used. And um, so the, the wax up went out, everything, I thought everything was good to go. The patient now was coming in. I forget, like this was just a few days ago. She was, her appointment was at 1 p.m. 1 p.m. comes and I'm like, where is her wax up? And everyone is like, well, um, FedEx was supposed to deliver it at 1030. I'm like, okay, well, it's now one patients in the chair. Where is the wax up? So now they're on the phone with the lab. Now they're trying to track down FedEx. And basically FedEx finally came at two something. So I, I ended up prepping blind. Like normally I want to see like how much reduction I would need here and there. Cause she, she does have some slight rotations. She has a natural diastema and all the things that I, I needed to, to see on a model. Right. Like mm -hmm. I, I want to know what the end result is. So I know how much to prep where. And I didn't have that. So I ended up prepping blindly. And I am like fuming at this point. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I cannot believe there is no wax up. And the wax up finally comes. Mm -hmm. And they, the lab sent a different patient's wax up. Oh. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. So not only did I have to reschedule this patient the first time because I had a migraine. Now she's in the chair. I'm prepping, thinking that FedEx is, it's going to arrive any minute and I'm going to see the wax up and I'm like delaying my preps. I'm making it a little bit longer just so I can like tease it out. Right. Yeah. And then it finally comes and, and it's like a completely different patient. I had to get on the phone with the lab and, and give them an earful. And, and basically like I, I was fuming. I was so frustrated that like one, I should have never been put in a situation where we don't know where the case is and why is this patient in the chair if nobody confirmed that we had the case, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. there should be at least a 24-hour rule in place. Like if we don't have the case by at least one full day before the patient is scheduled, we need to reschedule that patient, bottom line, mm -hmm. especially for a, a veneer case. A cosmetic case like that is not that is, you can't that's not a buckle pit like you need to know what you're doing and and so um we didn't have a meeting that day and I'm, I'm glad that i didn't because i probably would have said a lot of things that i would have regretted later because i was i was so frustrated with how everything went mm -hmm. um but the the following week i brought that up and i i told them like you guys, the reason why we're talking about lab cases today is because I never want to be put in that situation that I was in just a few days ago. That's embarrassing, and patients deserve better from us. They deserve to know that their, their case is here, and if their case comes in early, they deserve a phone call to get them out of their temp, you know, a few days earlier, because we want to always be able to over-deliver. We, we, want to, we want to say, okay, well, we'll see you in two weeks. But, hey, you know what, Mrs. Jones, your, your crown is actually here. And it's like four, uh, four days early. Like, patients love that stuff. Mm -hmm. And we were dropping the ball. Like, we had night guards in there that had been 
checked in by God knows who, never informed the front that I mean, the front, like Judy or Jordan, like that the case was in. So nobody was informing the patient that their case was in. The patients were actually calling us and saying, hey, you know, you scanned me for a night guard six weeks ago. I haven't heard from you guys. And then we'd look back in the cabinet like, oh, crap. Like, when did, when did this get here? So, so those are the things that... So who... I guess not, like, who's dropping the ball, but, like, how did... How, who's dropping the ball in that scenario? So right now, our problem is there's no accountability. Uh-huh. People will be pointing their finger at the other person, and and it's just not right. So that's, that's one of the biggest things that we talked about at the meeting. Like, we need to have accountability. If, if we say that we're going to be the person to check in a lab case, you're going to be the person to check in the lab case. So now we have one dedicated person, and it's actually Jordan, who's new, and she's, in, she's our floater. So right now, Judy is training her in the front, and then Ashley and Bianca are training her in the back. Mm-hmm. And um, floater, what do you mean? Jordan, she's so a floater. She's, she's, a, she's an assistant, so Anna? She, she actually... Um, no, so... I actually recruited her from one of the restaurants that I love here in town. <laughs> wow, really? So she was my server. Yeah, yeah, no, she was my server. And um, she gave us, like, such amazing customer service. And I asked her, I said, hey, um, have you ever thought about working in a dental practice? Like, completely not expecting her to say, like, no, no, not really. She said, actually, I'm studying to become a hygienist. Isn't that nuts? And <gasps> wow. I said, you have got to be kidding me because I'm a dentist and I freaking love your customer service. So I recruited her. So now she's here. Was she like super happy? Still going Wait, to school. Tell me that story. Oh, yeah. Was she like super? Then what happened after oh, you told God. her that? She, so I gave her my business card and I told her, I, I told her like, hey, I honestly, I look for just amazing people, like regardless of experience. And because she said, well, I don't have any experience even though I am studying to become a hygienist I've never worked in a dental office like I don't know anything Mm -hmm. and I said I will train you I just need someone who's the right culture fit and you you have an amazing personality like she was constantly checking up on our table making sure that the water was filled and and she even remembered our order because I she had been our server just a handful of times before. But she remembered like when my boys came in, she said, "Oh, I remember you ordered this with no onions, and you ordered that." And I was Dang. like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> yes, you are smiling company material." So I, I I basically told her like, "I'm a dentist. Here's my business card. Check us out on social media and let me know what you think." And then that night, she sent me an email. She said. I just stalked you on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> I love the culture. I love everything that you've built. Um, and when can I submit my resume? So, like, she came in a few days later, and I basically hired her on the spot. Is she um, – does she listen to the podcast? She just started to. So right. that's how amazing <clears throat> she is. So, Jordan – I'm in need of an assistant. So if you're looking, (laughs) if it's not working out with Ashley, you already know. Um, And get this, you're actually going to meet her in San Antonio. She's coming. She's coming with me. Oh, your whole team's coming with you or no? 
Just Jordan and Ashley. Oh, I was going to say, is Judy going to go? But never mind. I know. I, Man, I know. That's, I wanted Judy to go so badly. And Judy, you're going to hear this. And Judy, family first. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to go sometimes. into what Judy's going through. Oh, yeah. no, okay. Judy's no. amazing, and yeah. yeah. Okay. So, anyways, yeah, I think you're right about uh, holding someone accountable. I remember in uh, the book Principles by Ray Dalio. By Ray Dalio? Mm-hmm. He talks about, like, how it's important to get frequent updates from employees about their progress because people tend to gravitate yes. more to things that they like than things that they must be doing. Right. So, it's right. kind of like... You have to be descriptive in your job description or contracts. Like, don't assume because something right. he said is, is common sense isn't actually all that common. So, I mean, right. just because you get oh a, just because you get something like a, uh, like a, you know, something from the lab that came in, it's kind of like you should jot that down, call somebody. But no, absolutely, and and now we are working. Um, we're working on that. We're we're working like because. I am, I'm guilty of, I mean, obviously my mind goes mile, a million miles an hour and, and I'm thinking of one thing while I'm thinking of another, like just how I was talking about email marketing. Ask me if anything has happened about that, Michael. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. I still have 350 names on my email list Jeez. who have signed up for emails and I have sent one email over the oh, last year. Have Jordan one. do that. Have Jordan send emails. Oh my gosh. So I'm having Jordan like do everything right now. So uh, she she is she's reactivating patients who, who Yeah, like she's Judy two point <laughs> Um Yeah, but she's amazing and I'm basically so guys, look everywhere for amazing talent and especially the service industry. Like if, if you have a server who is like just amazing at talking and, and making sure that, that you're well taken care of, just imagine that patient, that person in your practice. Um, so yeah, it's, Do it's you, been awesome. She's, she's been a quick learner for sure. So, okay. Y- yeah. Like I agree. You, you have to look for people, <laughs> right? But like, yeah. I'm okay, this is just out of my experience, right? When I hire people yeah. sometimes. Um sometimes like they have an amazing personality but they kinda like suck at everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like I, I try and teach them and then I'm like I'm wasting more time teaching you than if I were to just hire right. someone. So I'm like, let me move you to somebody else. And then I just read in a recent book that says like that's not a good idea to, to move somebody else to try and like, let me move you to this position because I think you might work on this position because you're really depriving somebody else who can be fantastic for that position. Right. So, right. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. I guess you're right. Maybe you just got to really like, I guess that's what the interview process is for. Right. That's when you interview them. Right. Like interview. No, absolutely. Did you hear the podcast with Grace Yum? The latest one that I just put out? No, not yet. Okay. I just saw I just saw that on um that you posted it. I, I can't wait to listen. You have got to speak at her event. Anyways, uh, we'll we'll make that connection later. But she okay. says something <laughs> okay. she says something like you have to interview hard so you can manage easy. And I was like, That's so mm. true because in the interview process that's where you can like let them know like this is how it's gonna get difficult. It's gonna get hard, right? And they're like, Oh, but if they like right. chicken out, you know what I mean? Then you're like, Okay. 
fine. Yeah. You, you don't fit. You're going to be hard to manage. And then vice versa. So anyways. Um, that's why I hired, that's why I hired Samantha, Samantha Leonard to do all of the, the pre-call screenings. Oh yeah. 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 She, yes. No, because there's no way, like I am such a bad interviewer. Like <laughs> I, I am, I am like an emotional person, right? Like if I like you, I, I feel like I know it within 30 seconds. Like I've already made up my mind. I, I pretty that's pretty much how I do things, which is which is awful. Like who lets anybody like me open up this thing? <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> how do you know you don't like someone? How do you know? Oh, I just get a gut feeling. Like, like how? I, like give me give yeah. me an example. Hmm. Like I don't give you an example of how I I know I don't like someone. Yeah. Like. How can you tell within the first minute or so, like, oh, we're not going to click? Oh, okay. So I am, I mean, I love to talk and I love, I love to just engage with people. And if they, if I feel like they're giving me like one word answers oh, yeah. or they're giving me those, those smirks when I know that's like a fake smile, then I, I already know like this is not going to work. Yeah. But what if you what if they just don't think you're funny? Well, that's their loss. <laughs> they can move on. Well, they can go in a ditch I'm, and die. I'm, I'm I They look like a thumbsucker too. <laughs> you look like a thumbsucker. Okay, so I can tell you are a thumbsucker. <laughs> basically what's been your headache this week or this past couple of weeks has been the lab cases, right? And you kind of figure that out. Oh man, and oh something else too. And and it actually it just happened yesterday. So can I just tell you that? Yeah. Having a small team, um, well, my team's not even that small anymore. But um, so now I'm up to six six members, so seven including me, and my uh, my assistant called in sick an hour before. Um, the day started and then my hygienist had a migraine and had to leave at the half day, um, half day Uh mark and three or four new patients had to get rescheduled. Um, in addition to, um, one patient who was a recare patient, but he specifically wanted to discuss Invisalign and get scammed. And another patient, I forget, just a, another recare appointment. But that was all on the hygienist schedule. And um, we were just, it was crazy yesterday. Like We were supposed to have our Thanksgiving um, potluck, which we still did. So Judy, Jordan, myself, and Bianca were here. And, and because, the, because we were down in assistant and because um, we had to reschedule Jen's, um, Jen's afternoon, like it it was just not the same feeling. Like it, it's like, Oh man, it, it was just, it was rough. I only had 15 minutes to pump and eat. And then I had a, an implant rep waiting for me. And I told him, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, I can't talk with you. Like I, I literally have to feed and pump before my next patient comes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, TMI, but this is, this is how I'm, I'm, this is how it is. Like, 
so um so it does suck when when you don't have like a very large team and then those team members can't come to work because everybody everybody feels it yeah true that's true okay wait is that everything we wanted to cover so far though no, now I want to talk about one more thing, and okay. I'm sh- I'm gonna I'm sure we can talk about this ad nauseum. Um, but I think it I think one of the coolest things that I have noticed from our new patients, especially, is that they tell me time and time again that I feel like I already know you, and that's the first time that they meet me, and uh, I can't tell you how amazing that feels and how amazing it's been for our practice. So I don't know if you guys remember, I posted something in the startup group about like, how do you tell a patient that they have a mouthful of decay when they were just seen six months ago by a different dentist. And um, what I didn't say was that patient, cause I asked her, I said, Oh, how did you find us? She said that we were the fourth dental office that she called trying to get in to be seen for a cleaning within the time period that she needed to come in because she was moving to Texas. So I did, I left that part out because I, I specifically wanted to address it on today's episode or on the future episode. Um, so mm-hmm. that patient one had no idea like about the culture of, of smiling company. They didn't know anything about us. Quite honestly, we were convenient for them. We were the open chair time that she needed to get in because all she thought she needed was a cleaning. Um, so when I told her that she needed X amount of treatment, she was in denial. Like I, I showed her x-rays. I showed her the intraoral photos. Everything is on the big screen, you know, three feet in front of her face. And she just said, mm, why didn't my last dentist tell me about this? So Needless to say, that patient did not schedule, and and she's now living in Texas. Um, Mm. But then the patients who have come in where they have stalked our Instagram and stalked our Facebook, went to our website, follow, uh, like, read all of our Yelp reviews and Google reviews, as soon as I come in and, like, just start talking about myself, like, I can point out time and time again all of the all of the times where I've discussed treatment and they are just nodding their head and saying, yeah, no, absolutely. And then they schedule with Judy. Like it is just a completely different experience. And, and um, I, I, I do want to say this too, because somebody posted in the group about Facebook ads and what is the radius that you guys are targeting for your target demographic. And um, Justin Garrick he actually, because I, I, I message that usually whenever I do a Facebook boost, it's within like 20 mile radius of my practice. And then Justin responded and he said, like, unless you're in rural, uh, in a rural part of the country, he thinks that that's basically too much. Like you're overshooting and you could be spending your, your dollars elsewhere, basically. Mm-hmm. Um and I wanted to tell Justin and then whoever, like, the amount of patients that we get in Folsom are actually less than the, um, the patients who are traveling to see us. 
we had a patient come from South Lake Tahoe. And I don't know if you guys know where South Lake Tahoe is, but it's an hour and a half away from Folsom. We've had a few families come from Fairfield, which is two hours from Folsom. We have patients coming from Elk Grove, which is in traffic, sometimes an hour to get to us. So what I'm saying is like, we've built a different name for ourselves in the community here. We're not just a dental office. Like we are, we, we are casual and comfortable and our vibe is completely different than, than what the normal dental office experience is like. Mm-hmm. And because of that, because of that, patients are traveling those miles and I'm in California. So think about all of the practices that they are passing to get to us. And um, I had a patient who came from um, Sutter Creek. Sutter Creek is, is 58 or something, 58 miles away from Folsom. That is a long time to drive to see a dentist. And, um, and she's a full mouth case. Like she told me that the reason why she found us is because she read the reviews and she, she saw all of the people who said that they haven't been in an X amount of time and that finally coming here, it was a different experience. And that is why she made the drive. So I, I implore you, like if, if you are building your practice, if, if you, if you are like starting to, I mean, like just make sure you are marketing, not just, for marketing sake, like don't just be the cheapest dentist on the block. Don't just give free Sonicare toothbrushes or whatever. Start building your brand. Like start, start with like the vibe of your office and, and make it known. Like everybody who watches our Instagram stories, like they comment, like I had a, I had a patient tell me, and this is my first time meeting him. And keep in mind, he is in his fifties, 50 year old male. He said, hey, I saw that you were moving. And my jaw, like, dropped, Michael. I was like... (laughs) Are you the jail guy? I was like, like, oh, oh, you watched our Instagram stories? And he was like, oh, yeah, I've been watching you guys for a while. That is not ever something that I would expect a 50-year-old male tell me. So, basically... Shots are fired at Justin for saying <laughs> about the Facebook ads. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, why limit yourself? You know what I mean? You're, I mean, why limit yourself? I guess every community is different too. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, that's cool though. That's cool yeah. that people are. I guess it's more like, hey, you're making a, and I think we all have to understand that, like we want results fast and we talk about that before right like yeah. as entrepreneurs you want like yeah. results fast and immediately but you got to realize like right. you're making a freaking story right like a book right and right and you have this is to, your first chapter yeah and so like you have to really really document it i guess what's the right word like just just record it all you know is there ever like yeah. too much content? Would you ever say like, oh, I put out too much content? I would say in the age or in the, in the words of Gary V, you can never produce enough content. I don't think he said it in those terms, but if you listen to <laughs> Gary V, he, he is constantly just talking about how no one 
is like hustling enough. No one is documenting enough. No one is telling the story enough. He's, he's like in your face about it all the time. It hurts my feelings. And, and I don't even, I don't even document enough. And Brian gets on my case all the time. Like, Hey, where's, where's your post? Or like, why aren't you doing stories? I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm seeing patients. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I'm pumping right now. Come on. <laughs> this is oh my, like really, really, no. So in, in true Brian fashion, Brian is my biggest cheerleader. He really is. Like yeah. anytime I think I can't do anything, Brian makes me feel like I can fly. Like he really, oh. he really does. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just been, I gosh, I don't know why it gets, I, I think I've just been, um, emotional just because of, of all the stuff that's been happening like in in my life and in Judy's life and, and then our, our friends and family who, who know people who have lost everything in the fires and then oh, of yeah. course the freaking mass shootings that happened oh, um, yeah. just in the beginning of this week so I um, it just it just makes everything clearer like you think you think you're just stressed out about so many different things and and you can't get you can't do this right and you and you're struggling about new patients or overhead when at the end of the day it's all about perspective and we have so much to be grateful for and I Brian's gonna listen to this and and he really is like he makes he he pushes it's like tough love like he tells me all the time like I want you to do this because I know you can. And like, I, I always tell him like this, that's one more thing that is on my plate that I get overwhelmed because I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing email marketing. I'm not doing direct, um, direct mail. I'm not doing all the things. So I'm focused on all the things that I'm not doing. And then Brian will like remind me, Hey, you, you still need to put out more content. And then I'll snap at him. I'll be like, do you understand what it's like to be me? to have a newborn, to have two toddlers, to have this infant this practice in its infancy, to managing the team and all the different things. And um, and basically what I'm trying to tell Brian is that I am I'm grateful for you even though I yell at you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And and it's Thanksgiving and he's gonna listen to this and, and I hope that this episode comes out before Thanksgiving, Michael, because I am so grateful to have someone like him believe so passionately in in me and my abilities and and I hope that if you are listening to this and and you have that support if you have like a wife or a husband who is just like your ride or die like make sure you thank them even if if you want to kill them sometimes <laughs> like it's <laughs> like honest I w- he he really does. He he pushes me because he believes in me, and I I hope you guys have that. I really do. I I hope you have a Brian and a Michael in your life because I know that Michael, you I'm sure you support Karina and what she does, and and it's you backwards. Support me she she I supports do. she supports oh, she me. Supports yeah, me. yeah. That's amazing. A lot. She's seen a That's lot of amazing. breakdowns and a lot of different stuff. I don't know. I don't want to get into it on my end, but yeah, it's really good. That's good. That was a good segue to ask the next questions from the group. So, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Brian, 
Brandon Pryor asks, what's the recommendation on parking spaces? I'm planning for seven ops and the landlord has 10 spaces for me. Ooh, this is kind of like up your alley because I think I was this complaining. This is way up my alley, Brandon. This, honestly, I think you need two spots for every operatory you have, minimum. Oh. Like it really sucks not having parking. And um, have I have I told you that my neighbor, Michael, now has a chain link fence up. So now it looks like when you drive into Smile & Co, it looks like we're like a mental institution <laughs> or or like a state penitentiary. Like it it looks so bad. What like, a douche. Um, Jeez. What is, why is, yeah, no, it's, geez, why is he the way he awful. is? I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a picture of it and I'm going to post it on my, my story and then you can, I'll tag you on it. But um, parking is awful. Our, so we have, I think, five, six spaces in the front. And I, well, I had three parking spaces in the back and then I built a backyard. Do you remember? Yeah. I have a backyard. Yeah. Well, that nice basically though. cut into my parking. Um, oh so my now gosh. I have to have team members park on the street. And, um, and now that it's nighttime, I actually bought them all pepper spray. Oh, really? I, yes, I did. I took a self-defense class. The world is a scary place. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> he was going over all the different situations of things that could happen. To, What's the most radical you one? Know? Oh, gosh. Well, he, um, he did talk about like how there was a shooting in El Dorado Hills, which is the town next, next to me, like mm. 10 minutes away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the, the girl, she, she basically was leaving a bar. And it wasn't that late because, hello, I'm in the burbs. Nothing is open that late. But yeah. she was leaving the bar and the guy approached her asking for her keys. She thought that she could make a run for it and she got shot in the head. What? And um, No. What, and what was his intention, though? Burbs. What was his intention? He like... wanted to just carjack her. What? Just, uh, oh, my God. What car does she have? Dude, I don't know. I, I think it was just like a, re- a regular car. Like not like a Lambo or anything like that. Is the guy but in jail or the no? The point is, there's like so much stuff. I, I don't know if they even caught him. Oh my gosh. What the And heck? did you know, did you know that Sacramento is the top, is in the top five cities known for sex trafficking? What? How? It is insane. I had no idea. Well, apparently because of the location and, and its accessibility to to five the freeway it's just easy Mm. to pick up a girl and kidnap her and then she's in the sex trafficking trade it's like taken oh my gosh so she just why would somebody just be walking on the five though no fool she gets like coerced into a car or she gets grabbed and then they drive on the five to get away really that's the reason why Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. What did the girl do to get herself in that position? And there's multiple girls here. I'm gonna. I will Google it right now. Wow, but that's insane. Yeah, no, they were talking about how how these girls and now these sex traffickers are getting smart. So they they grab they grab girls who are in their early twenties. They brainwash them, and they they're drugged right, and they're drugged and brainwashed, and then they 
bring them into malls where the the 20-something-year-old girls are now going into those, like, teeny bopper stores, like Charlotte Ruse or Forever 21, and then befriending teenage girls who are in their 14s, 15s. And then they, um, they, like, start complimenting them about their outfits, and then they, for some reason or another, they follow them back to the car, and then they get snatched. Dude, no, it's a it's a sick, sick world. Sex trafficking is, in Sacramento. I'm never having a, a daughter. A daughter? Nope. No. no. Like, no. that's just... Wow, I didn't know that. But here's the thing. The people who get brainwashed, how long have they been with them for? Like, for that to happen. Oh, dude, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm Googling right now. Um, this one says, Postal workers save 16-year-old from sex trafficking in Oak Park. <gasps> Oak Park is part of um, Sacramento. It is like 20 minutes away from um, from Folsom. And then I'm looking at sex trafficking industry continues to plague Sacramento. That's on CBS okay. Sacramento. What I want to know is this how is did nuts. the postal worker know that that was a sex trafficker? How did he know he just didn't want to steal her and other things, right? How did he know? I have no idea. Like, how are we no labeling? Idea. Like, I don't want to say like, oh, my God, you can't label them. No, I don't care about that. I just want to know, like, how do we know that they're sex traffickers that's crazy man anyways so brandon you need 14 parking spaces <laughs> i don't know how the conversation went all the way to here but right yeah. would that be 14 yeah okay 14 i'm gonna ask oh one gosh, more i'm hiding so so i just freaked myself out right like talking about the bad bad world that we live in and i'm alone in my office and it's starting to get dark already because of the smoke and the fact that it's raining and someone's knocking at my door so i'm hiding in the lab sterilization area shut up someone's literally knocking at your door do you know who it is oh wait here no you know what you're on the phone so i'm gonna describe him if he decides to connect dude oh my god don't why would you Mm? Sorry, it's FedEx. I'm safe, guys. There will be another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry. There will be another episode. Thank you so much. Hi. I'm good. How are you? You did not describe the person at all. All we just know is a person in a FedEx uniform. I know. Thank you. Joves, J-O-V-E-S. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, wait, no. This Friday? No. We're closed the rest of the week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ooh, why does he want to know that? Hmm, I don't know. He was Latino with a a mustache, mid-50s. Wow, good job Um, explaining him after everything. Good job. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to describe him while I'm looking at him. I would have. I would have been like, oh, I'm speaking to a... You would have. Yeah, you never know. Okay, last question because this episode's (laughs) running long. Um, (laughs) Valerie whatever oh this is actually a good topic from what we're talking about she valerie lehoma okay she says hi guys i totally forgot about alarm systems for the office my office opens very soon and i just realized i have security cameras but no alarm system any recommendations for alarm system thanks smiley face 
Do you have an alarm system? Oh, gosh. So I have an alarm system, but it's through a local company. So obviously you can't get it from them. But I heard SimpliSafe. SimpliSafe. Does ADT still work? Is ADT still out there or Brinks? Remember those? Oh, yeah. I don't remember, but I would check out SimpliSafe. SimpliSafe. All right. Check out Simply Safe. Yeah. Get the ring. I would get like the ring doorbell and the ring. Uh, ring doorbell camera. for sure. And the camera. Wait, is that what? Do you have that or no? Um, do I have, trying to sorry, multitask I'm, again. I'm, Jesus. I'm trying to multitask. Okay, sorry. Um, repeat the question. Do you have the ring doorbell? Like that way you don't have to like. Oh my In god! My somebody's house, knocking at my do. door. No, you should get it for your office. That way. Dude, I should. That way you know who's like what? in the back and the front all the time. Dang. I would get yes, a camera for the back so and a ring doorbell for the front. And you don't have to worry about all the other crap. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. All right. I hope we answered your question. Okay. So did we leave anything out? Is there anything I should have asked but I didn't? Um, I am not sure. But this was actually a, a pretty good episode, Michael. Man, we have a lot to discuss. We have we have created an outline for you guys, and hopefully it <laughs> it goes great as the process yes. goes. So, yes. uh, really quick, last thing, guys, don't forget Black Friday, the ground marketing course. Okay, anything else? <laughs> um, have a wonderful Thanksgiving because Michael's gonna drop this um, this afternoon, right? I was thinking like tomorrow morning. No one's going to listen on Thanksgiving, dude. We don't know that. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll try and drop it as, uh, uh, today. I'll try, I'll try. Yeah, don't even edit. I didn't even curse this time. Dude, I have to edit. We said, remember your Instagram stories? Oh. Well, it's just her first name. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll just edit that part. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sign us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Making of Smiling Company. Make sure to join our Facebook group, The Making of a Demo Startup. Answer the questions. There are 180 of you that are trying to get in without answering. So you are, you're in no man's land. We're not letting you in until you answer. Um, ooh, have ooh. you been letting like consultants in? No. Who, I was going to say that. I was just about to say that. If you're a consultant or a business that's trying to get in, you know, you can get in if you pay us a little something. Then, you know, it'll be easier <laughs> for you to get in. But until then, I don't know. <laughs> Have you been letting them in? I haven't. I haven't. I've just been letting dentists in. Yeah, me too. Because I don't know what we should do. Like, I really love the fact that it's mostly dentists since there's already so many who are not. But what do you guys think? Do you want us to let in more consultants slash whoever in the industry? Not unless they pay us. Yeah, I agree with whoever said that. You're right. Okay. Continue <laughs> Continue to sign us out, Ashley. Um, drop us a review if you haven't already. We love reviews. Five and up, please. Oh, my God. I got my first three-star review. What? That, dude, how did I not talk about that, too? I don't know. Well, you're okay, going to have to for the next one. Yes. Okay. Remind me, okay? Because I also want to talk about what Keon talked about. Did you read Keon's, Keon's post in the group about how someone was basically sabotaging oh, his Facebook yeah. page? How did we not talk about Dude. that? Uh, that Dude, was... we, okay, Keon, we got you. Next episode, 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Let's let we should we should phone in Joshua Austin, and he can do. We can just pick his brain about reviews, or let's do a live podcast episode in San Antonio because Joshua Austin's gonna be there, guys. The guy from Working That's Interferences. And- yes. Working interferences and the guy everyone loves to hate. No, he's actually really cool. Yeah, when I grow up, I want to be like um, him. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Okay. Anyways, finish shutting us out. Jeez, good. Oh my gosh, this is the longest ending. I'm sorry, guys. So thank you again for listening. We hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your friends, family, whoever. Make sure to let them know how grateful you are for them. And um, thanks again for listening. We are grateful for you and grateful for this community. Thank you so much. And um, we will we will chat with you guys next week. All right. Bye, guys. Okay, so we're going to ask, how, do, how should we transition into this, asking questions from the group? Um, so what are the questions from the group? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. How about that? All right, what That's are the questions segue. from the group? What are we going to ask <laughs> about the group? <laughs>